This episode of Wrestling Wind Down is sponsored by SeatGeek. SeatGeek is a ticket app that takes the confusion out of buying tickets. There are so many amazing wrestling shows coming up, and why not get the best bang for your buck? Wrestling Wind Down listeners get $20 off their first ticket purchase on SeatGeek by using our code WWDCAST. Again, that's WWDCAST. Now, let's dive into the newest episode of Wrestling Wind Down. Cheers! The views and opinions expressed here on Wrestling Wind Down are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of any other agency, organization, employer, or company. What's up, guys? It's Lo, and you are tuned in to Wrestling Wind Down, a female founded and hosted podcast dedicated to professional wrestling and our favorite adult beverage. It is always so awesome to have the opportunity to interview those individuals who help wrestlers look and feel their best. I am honored to be joined by Christina Cole, who is a wrestling gear maker. She has created some awesome gear for the likes of AEW's Layla Gray, former AEW Women's Champion Thunder Rosa, and the current TNT champion Wardlow. Christina is spilling the wine on her experiences making gear, including the wrestlers that she's been able to work with, the mentorship of Miss Sandra, her love of professional wrestling, and how she knew at a young age she had to be involved with the sport. We'll also be discussing the superstars and wrestlers that Christina would love to make gear for in the future. So grab your glass of wine, we're going in for the three count. You have probably seen some of her beautiful designs rocked by Thunder Rosa, Wardlow, and many others. I have Christina Cole here. Welcome to Wrestling Wind Down. Hey, hey, thank you for having me. No problem. Let's dive right in. You are a ring gear maker. How did you get your start in making wrestling gear? It's a little bit of a long story, but I'll try not to be too long-winded. So I've known for a long time that I wanted to do it because I started watching wrestling at a super young age, and I knew that wrestling was not my calling. It was not meant for me to do that. So I was always intrigued with it, and it's was like, how could I be a part of this world without actually having to be a wrestler. And I studied fashion design and product development in college. And then I have a master's in um, entertainment business. And so I was like, well, maybe I'll be like a talent manager or or maybe like a you know designer. Because I, I took a clothing construction class in high school and I really liked it. And then I got a fashion degree too. So I knew for a really long time that it was one or the other that I was super interested in. And I just... <sighs> I just I loved wrestling so much and I was just like I have to find a way to be a part of this world and you know thank goodness for social media because after I graduated undergrad I ended up in the corporate world but I never like let go of the dream or the idea of doing it it was just always in the back of my head so 2017 I just decided to resign from my corporate job took my life savings 401k all of it and I packed up my car and I drove to Atlanta and and prior to that I had connected with Miss Sandra over social media because I had known of her for a long time I even had like an article or something with her name in on a vision board 
board and because mm-hmm. my side always wonder I was like who are the people who, who does this and how do I get in touch with someone and all that so um, my friend had found her name in an article and I had saved it and Instagram blew up I just happened I saw she was on there and just over time we connected and I just really started getting to know her and not that I recommend everybody do it but um I took a big risk and I found out she was moving to Atlanta and I was like me too <laughs> so well, my lease was up in my apartment and everything and I, I, I just really was conflicted like am I gonna stay and continue my corporate career which you know I enjoyed and I was doing really well in but when was a good time to really dive in and take that chance and really see if I could do it that's the thing I tell people is never ever gonna be a great time to do it you just have to be willing to take the risk and see if it pays off so you know at least try so then you can't ever question like what if so I, I took the risk and you know and it it's paying off so I'm, I'm really glad that I did that how long have you been a wrestling fan for you mentioned since you were a child right I got into wrestling at uh, around seven. So my grandpa and my great grandmother watched it. And I had one girl cousin that was into it. And prior to that, I like had this fascination with like bodybuilding. I used to watch like the competitions on ESPN and it was so fascinating to me. So then I get introduced to wrestling not too long after. And I was like, oh, this is just like that. Only it's like more entertaining and it's theatrical. And, and I was just hooked immediately. So I go for a long time. But I used to get in trouble for watching it because my mom, you know, my parents were a little, I was seven. So it was like cussing and all that. Yeah. So, listen, I got in trouble every week, but it was so worth it. I was like, listen, know how, you know how you have like the the return button and you, um, you flick back and forth. So when you hear your parents coming, you like go back to Cartoon Network out every week, but it was okay. It was worth it. So a long time. Who were some of your favorite wrestlers to watch when you were growing up? Oh, man, I definitely stone cold for sure. Triple H, China. I was a huge DX fan, Hardy Boys. And, you know, growing up in the 90s was all about, like, you know, we had magazines and all that. I was one of those girls who had, like, every four corners of my wall was Florida ceiling posters. So, like, I had, like, a Backstreet Boys wall. I had a wrestling wall, and then I, like, had a a couple miscellaneous walls. But, yeah, like, (laughs) wrestling had, like, the majority of, Backstreet Boys and wrestling, like, had the majority of my wall space. And if I could have put them on the ceiling, I would have done that, too. So I had, like, every issue of, like, WWE Magazine. I I collected so much stuff. I don't even know if I have a lot of it anymore. But definitely, yeah, Hardy Boys and Lita, uh, China, Trish Stratus. Yeah, it was just so many people. Who are some of your favorites to watch now? So many. Oh, man. It is a lot of great people now. I really love, well, when you, AEW, of course, Wardlow's doing really great. You know, I think he has a very, very bright future. I enjoy on Raw Roman Reigns finally being healed. That is just such a great storyline. It's so fun to watch. Usos, I love um, Street Profits. Bianca Belair is amazing. Um, the women are killing it right now, and I just, I love it. And there's so many any good women on both brands of shows um, that I really, I like Britt, Thunder Rosa, you know, there's just a lot of, a lot of great people. So I'm really happy what's happening with wrestling right now. Yeah. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan. It is. You have created gear for the likes of TNT champion Wardlow, Thunder Rosa, and Layla Gray to name a few. Can you tell us how you were able to connect with these individuals and start creating amazing gear for them? Big part of that was just working with Sandra. So during my time in Atlanta, once AEW started, you know, of course she's there. 
And once I just kind of started getting confident and everything, I started getting to go to, it was, and it was kind of pre-COVID and then kind of beginning stages of COVID. I got to go to a lot of shows with her and everything. So really just exposure for people. And I was, um, I helped her with a lot of projects just for my own knowledge and learning. And so, you know, she started letting me come to shows and things like that. So I got that exposure. I got to see what the environment was like. And um, it just really helped me to build confidence because in the beginning, that first year, girl, I had zero confidence and it was a strong mental hump to get over. But yeah, just being back there and then, you know, her introducing me and you know me saying yeah I'm a gear maker I'm working on it and just Thunder Rosa I think I Sandra had briefly introduced us and I said yeah hey and she's like oh you sew and I was like yeah and she's like okay I'll talk to you and she reached out I actually met Layla this year at a WrestleCon because I'd never been and I had some girlfriends in town for Mania and I just happened to have a break in the day and I decided to pop in because there was people I had done gear for I never met before so Mm. I just I'll, I'll go and check it out and everything. And I had, uh, they introduced me to her and that's how she happened. And then uh, Wartlow, I happened to be at a show, a pay-per-view with Miss Sandra and the singlet that he was wearing, the original one, it has like a paisley print on it, but it's like created out of uh, HTV vinyl. And I, a lot of gear makers, a lot of times we go to fabric stores and if we see something really cool, we buy it, not knowing what it's for. And I just happened to have this really cool piece of velvet that had a similar print to it. And I just kind of mentioned it to him casually and I showed him a picture of it, but it was, it was super chaotic and busy. So it didn't really get to, you know, get into anything there. And so I had got home after that trip and um, I DM'd it to him on Instagram and I, I heard back from him a couple weeks later. And ever since then, like, I just, I've been doing his gear. So it's, it's been fun. I think that first piece with that, that I showed him, that ended up being the Diamond Battle Royal, the teal. Oh yeah. Fabric. Yeah. And, you know, he really liked it and, and it's just evolved from there. I meant to ask you, Have you had any of your pieces that you've created showcased on like any of the action figures? Because I know he's had a couple come out recently. Not yet. Ah. For the day that it happens, though. So I'm really excited. But no, not yet. Because I think he has two. The one with the original black and green one. Mm -hmm. And then purple one was, it was the first Blood and Guts. And I didn't do that one either. So no, not yet. And Thunder Rosa has had some really good gear, too. So one, one day in time. Tell me about your creative process when you start making a piece of gear. Does the wrestler bring in some inspiration pictures that they like or colors that they might want you to create a piece based off of? Or do they give you the creative freedom to do your thing and express your creativity and put your expertise into it? It it depends on the wrestler. A lot of times some people know what they want or they kind of have an idea of what they want. So there's a lot of really, really great illustrators on Instagram now. I, I can sketch and I used to do a lot of that. But now there's so many great artists who can sketch so much better than I do. So a lot of them utilize those, those talented people. Sometimes they'll bring an inspiration picture and then we'll elaborate and kind of come up with something based off of that. Um, I rarely just completely come up with the design myself anymore, but I'm I'm capable of doing that. It's really just a matter of their personal preference. And most times they pretty much know what they want. So I don't even have to come up with stuff too often. So you mentioned that you've been working with Sandra. How long have you been working with her and how has it been to really witness her expertise? She's been in WWE. Now she's in AEW creating 
different year for different wrestlers. How has this experience treated you being able to learn from her and almost having her as a mentor? I was able to work with her for about three years. Like I said, I kind of uprooted my life and moved to Atlanta for that sole purpose because I had a discussion with her and I was like, I really want to do this. I, I don't know how, but I would love to work with you and everything. And I don't know if I asked her, would it be weird if I moved there or not? But I ended up moving there anyway. And it was really, really great. Um, I'm back in Dallas now because when COVID hit and everything, my mom had breast cancer and all that. So I'm, I'm back in Dallas now. So it's been a while since I've been able to work with her. But it's been really, really great. You know, I think there's been some great people who have done it for a long time. But she's like... And I've told her this, she's like kind of the standard bearer for gear making. She's the most recognizable, the most notable person who does it. And um, she's just a wealth of knowledge. I've learned so much. And like I said, she really helped. If I hadn't got the opportunity to work with her, I probably would have never even got anywhere with it. And um, she really did help me to build my confidence. Like I said, I really struggled the first year because it's it's so many times people and it can be so intimidating. But what I learned is, is that everybody has a different skill set. Everybody has strengths and weaknesses in gear making. And there's no one right way to do something everybody's helpful and are always willing to help out and answer questions like how do you do this or what material do you use for this and different things like that and I'm always willing to do the same so she's just a wealth of knowledge and you know so I've been extremely blessed to have that access to her because I know a lot of people would love that mm -hmm. and for whatever reason God worked it out and we cross paths and, you know, uh, really good. So, you know, she's rocking it still doing her thing at AEW. And, you know, I'm here in Dallas just kind of just working and trying to get better. Yeah. And one thing I will say about her that I really love about her, too, is that she is willing to help, like, the next generation of gear makers when people reach out to her. She's always willing to answer questions and, you know, give advice and certain things. So she's really great about sharing the information and stuff like that. So in different tips and skill sets and, and all of that stuff so I told her she's the standard bearer and I stand by that so we all strive or attain to try to be our own version of of her greatness we have to get the flowers to Miss Sandra she has created yeah. so many iconic pieces within wrestling gear I was going through your Instagram actually and I saw a Cody Rhodes jacket that you guys worked on together Yes, that was a fun project that ooh, that took like seven days or so. And uh, it was a pay-per-view where he was the American dream mm -hmm. and it was so much detail. It But just to watch her just she's really a master at taking an image of, of a drawing or a sketch and literally making it verbatim. So, for example, before Drew McIntyre started wearing those kilts, his last two WrestleMania jackets that he wore, I actually sketched those and designed those and she made them. They were amazing. But the Cody Rhodes jacket, it there were so many tiny details. And I did little bits of it. Like um, there's like lace scallop lace and stuff. I like spent three hours just cutting little lace pieces and, you know, gluing lots of rhinestones and stuff on it. But yeah, she just to watch her work and she's really fast too, but she's done it for so long. I'm like, right. I'm not fraction of of speed of what she is but yeah she, she's just very very detailed very meticulous but that one was an awesome piece to get to work on I think I, the scales on his shoulders are custom made and I, I hand painted all those scales and stuff and that took about two to three days so it a lot of love and work went into that and just to see how happy he was with it you know just to be a small part of that process was a lot of fun what have been some of your favorite pieces of gear to create I have a 
few. There's one I recently did that people really loved, and I loved it too. Uh, it's the indie wrestler. His name is Soda Pop Hendrix, and he. I just did like a Playboy look, and it had like this big fur jacket. Oh, I saw that one. A bunch of like, um, in the picture you can't see it real well, but it has like a lot of individual like crystal fringes sewn, hand sewn into throughout the fabric. Um, that was fun. Thunder Rosa had a bunch I loved. Um, the Texas flag one was a great one. Of course, Kill Bill. But I think my favorite with her was it was the baby blue one with the Aztec. Mm. She wore it at Slammiversary. And um, I didn't know about the headpiece. So when I saw it, I was just like amazed. She looks so great. And that had a lot of little intricate details on there. But it was so fun to make it. It looked even better when she wore it. So that's one of my favorites. I have a few for Wardlow too. The black on black, like the all black that he wore, that one was just so slick and so clean looking. At first when he said all black, I, I wasn't sure because sometimes when somebody brings an idea to you until you like kind of see it come together you're like I don't know but you know I, I trust his vision and everything so it ended up looking really cool and then the one the red one that he wore recently and I think I think this one over people's head but it was an ode to Batista and yeah so because I, I made a TikTok about it too and I had Batista's theme song and I had a side-by-side picture and everything and that's why I did that because so the color Batista and some red trunks and it had animal on it and the colorway is one way but then also the font that I had going down his back is the same because if you look if you can blow up the picture of Batista in the trunks the letters are like you know like torn and stuff like that mm-hmm. so I, and then he had tribal on there also so down the side on Warlow's gear kind of behind the wolf head I have tribal going down the side so that was kind of how I tied it in to kind of do that ode to Batista. And then the purple one is one. I love the purple one. Still talks about. So that got a great reception. And the the one after that, the face of the revolution, the green one was great too. And I actually hand dyed that one. So like now I love to hand dye. I was like, I've never dyed fabric before. We're going to try this. You know, he trusted me and it turned out great. Yeah, he's great to work with. I really enjoy, enjoy those pieces as well. Let's talk a little bit about that one that you did in reference to Batista. Is that something that he brought to you or did you kind of? No, he brought that to me. He, oh. uh, so he said he had a big match and he wanted to do something kind of as a dedication or as Batista's inspiration and to, you know, acknowledge because I know he gets a lot of comparisons to Batista. And he, so he brought it to me and he sent me a specific picture of Batista. So if you look on my Instagram, it's a reel for that gear and the picture of Batista that I use in that reel is the picture he sent me. So that was the picture that I drew from. Yeah, he was pretty sure what he wanted and I was like okay well how can I translate it to make it make as much sense as possible so of course the color scheme and then the letters and the tribal so for the most part he pretty much knows what he wants he'll come and say a specific color and things like that I don't have to do a lot of tweaking or anything or if I'm not certain of something I'll come back to him and I'll just ask like hey what do you think of this instead or do you want absolutely want this and, you know he seems very clear so it's a great collaborative partner what have been some of your most tedious pieces of gear to create and how long did it take you to design the one I can think of that I've done um I think the light blue thunder rosa piece mm. took three or four days just because just all the little geometric pieces 
pieces and then just making sure it was all symmetrical and then having to stitch it down. And that took a long time, but um, it turned out beautifully. And then she had another one she wore for, it was last year in Minneapolis. I, I don't remember if it was full gear or not, but she wore, it was like a, another Aztec one and it had all the the little kind of, I don't know what the, what the shape is. It's a repeat pattern mm-hmm. around her gear and everything. And those little squiggly lines took... Ooh, between drawing, cutting, and sewing them on, um, that was like a day of work in and of itself. So her stuff tends to be really detailed. Um, It's been a while since I've done one for her, but yeah, her stuff is really, really detailed. And those are the two that I think took me the longest out of everything that I've done so far. Is there any wrestler that you would love to design gear for that you haven't had the opportunity to work with yet? I asked myself this question and I'm, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. There's I so think many- you can make some fire gear for Jade. <laughs> oh yeah, she she's wonderful. She's beautiful. The guy who does her stuff is really talented too. But yeah, she would be fun to do. One that I, I did have an opportunity to do, but I kind of dropped the ball on it was um, Naomi. Because I was just in that headspace where I just wasn't fully confident yet. And so, you know, I missed the opportunity but I would if it ever circled back around I absolutely would love to do something for her you know I think the Mrs. Gear is spectacular and that would be something that one of these days I would love to challenge myself to do something like that that caliber of I think it's it's I think they're still WWC they're Terry or Julia I think one of them may do his gear but the work on that the detail work and the construction is just wow perfection so you know I'd love to work my way towards stuff like that you know eventually thank you so much christina for joining me here on wrestling wind down where can the people follow you on social media on instagram you can follow me at the real underscore christina cole and then on twitter only so like o-n-l the letter i and then the number one and then c tina c-t-i-n-a 